Good afternoon, friends. Welcome to another grand and glorious day, and I mean that sincerely, in the best little city in America. I mean that sincerely, too, kind of. We'll spend the next two hours on the Patrick Lally Show engaged in what you've come to expect here in this time slot, energetic and engaging conversation on news and politics, music and politics, sports and politics. Uber producer Dan Peters is here to keep you updated on the latest news and weather. Thank you for spending some of your valuable and precious time with us today on your radio, streamed live through KSO.com, using the KSO mobile app now available on iOS and the Android platforms. Remember, you can always follow along live on our Facebook account, KSOO, or our Twitter account for the show, at P. Lally Show. You know, Dan, I watched the State of the Union last night. Oh, first, you know, I almost forgot. I ride my bike in today because it is beautiful, and I'm going through Yankton Trail Park over there on the uh, bike trail. Yes. And I saw something I've I've personally never seen before. Okay, you yeah. got to tell me about this. Something Patrick Lally has never seen in his existence on the planet. Uh, there aren't many of those. A live possum <laughs> during, during the day. Oh, wow. Just kind of, he had clearly just come across the bike trail up for, out of the river valley there, the river bank, and he was just headed north across the snow fields, the covered soccer fields there. Seemed like he had somewhere to go. I yelled at him a couple times, and he'd stop, and then he'd start going again. Wah, 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 yeah, because possums are not very fleet of foot. No, 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 no. And so I tried to take a picture of him, but it was, I only had my phone, so it's not a great picture. But I, it was weird. It's just like he was just, I'll see you later. I'll be fine out here. And I'll, I just kept looking up. I'm l- like, where's the hawk? You know, because I think a hawk, a red-tailed hawk, could take a possum. Pretty easily, don't you? Yeah, I think if, yeah, that would be a, a pretty good mark for, for a red-tailed hawk. I, I think, I mean, obviously a bald eagle, but it, that was weird. It was just weird, man. I don't know, something going on out there. Well, our good friend Thea Miller-Ryan over yeah. at the Outdoor Campus, she wrote in on Facebook. She says, opossums are awesome. They they are. You know, and I was, I've been a little bit uh, critical of the opossum thing, and then somebody posted yesterday or the day before on Facebook some uh, possum lovers uh, <laughs> site, and they were saying nice things about possums. They are, in fact, North America's only marsupial. Sure, I bet they are. I never thought about that before. There aren't that many marsupials in the world. They have to have the pouch to be the marsupial, right? Correct. So, like kangaroos and wallabies, wallabies, and that sort of thing. That's a that's a marsupial. So that North America's only marsupial is the possum, and they said, you know, they're they're cute and skittish little creatures, so you don't have to worry about them. Now you've seen the the beaver damage that's taken place yes. over there on the along the the Yankton Trail Park on the on the extreme west side, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, they uh, cleared out a bunch of that. The, the park department got in there and like took out a bunch of the fallen trees, but there were a lot of them. Beavers have been doing some damage over there. They're around. You don't see them very often. The beavers, but they're out there. 
Oh, now we're getting a good conversation going here. They're talking about the the edibleness, oh. edibility of 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 uh, possums. That's uh, going on now on our Facebook Live. Yeah, Robert I- says the meat has parasites. Thea <laughs> oh, says I think the meat would be greasy though. I, you know, a hawk probably doesn't care. Maybe that's a defense. They won't take a possum because they're 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 you know finicky on the parasites thing. I don't know. Maybe hawks know these more about these things than we do. And you know, vultures aren't going to go after them because they don't. They wait until they die. Yeah, that's true. And vultures, frankly, will eat anything. A lot of them are, although they, you don't see them this time of year. The vultures come and go. They must migrate because you don't see them sitting up on the uh, Kello TV tower. That's where they hang out and <laughs> sort of uh, <clears throat> relieve them, <clears throat> relieve themselves. Well, that's what birds do, <laughs> especially big birds like yep. that. They've eaten a bunch of carrion, dead deer, and possums and such. <laughs> oh, nasty, nasty, nasty. Uh, speaking of that, we've got a great show for you today. Our guests include, and I. This is always a special treat for me. He he always wonders. He always posts on Facebook why. He, I keep asking him back. It's because I like having him on, and that is disgruntled former city commissioner Matt Staub. He'll be in for the entire second hour, and I do that. I always schedule Matt for the entire second hour because mostly he won't shut up. So you got to have like a buffer if you want to get any questions in. You need a long runway for <laughs> him to take off and to <laughs> land. That'll be fun. We will rehash the State of the Union, I'm sure, and uh, explore some other topics from Mr. Stobbs, disgruntled point of view. Scott Hudson will be in for Weird Friends, and this is also a special treat. We will talk with uh, Jeff Turn of ESPN 99.1, our sister station from across the hall. He is up in Minneapolis. He's covering the Super Bowl, and uh, so we'll find out what's going on up there. And, of course, his show does coincide with ours. Yep. So, I guess, editorial comment, yep. we had to record it earlier this afternoon. So right. We, That's true. We, you know, we don't want to, you know, we, we'll peer through it. the mask no. on this thing. But it's been only it's been only mere minutes since Dan actually did the interview, and he'll talk with Jeff about what he's seeing and hearing up there on Radio Row, as he likes to say. And he says, with the show all being in Minnesota, mm-hmm. is that there's a lot of people that are coming up from the Sioux Falls area to take in the experience because that's one of it's it's not just about the game. Yeah. There are just a multitude of activities leading up to it that, that people can enjoy. Including zip lining across the Mississippi, which I he told me he was gonna do. The zip line across the Mississippi and I want to see that because the just the possibility of him falling in the river is that's enough for me to want to see I want that to happen. I want to see him zip line. I don't want to see him fall in the river, but just the possibility of him taking the plunge for me is worth the price of admission. I would wear a wetsuit just yeah, in case. I would too. Uh, Jeff will be here uh, in the uh, first hour here, about 345, and I will have a PL statement just after the next break. Today's topic, mm, little State of the Union, but I found some I found some legislative bills that I actually like. And so I'm bringing... A ray of sunshine and optimism to the show today, Dan. And you'll find out if it's just a bill, and if it's only a bill, and they'll take it up to Capitol Hill. <laughs> oh, God. that's Schoolhouse right. Rock, baby! Nice, nice, nice reference, Dan. That's all coming up on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. 318 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Everybody wants to live, and they want 
closer to three on the Patrick Lally Show. Just a little bit. Everybody needs a chance once in a while. Everybody wants to be closer to three. Oh, we got it going on today. The sun's shining. Everybody's feeling good here in the studio. Uh, the conversation continues on Facebook, by the way. Uh, Francis Patrick Labomsky, great name, Francis Patrick Labomsky, and I don't know where she is, or if it's a she, I believe it's a she. The vultures here will circle women out getting a tan if they stay out too long. I don't know. That sounds terrible. Ah, uh, the news, the news, the news. Time for the PL statement. Uh, yeah, I wa- so I watched the uh, State of the Union last night, as I know a lot of you good people did as well. And, you know, I'm not going to take it all apart today. You can get that anywhere. Uh, as these things go, it was pretty standard. But for a, a lack of much in the way of actual proposals, really, you know, the president generally kept it together and on script. I think that's good for everybody. There was, though, and the thing that I noticed was the palpable tension in the air and not just from the Democrats. Did you see Melania? Oh, oh, not pleased. Melania is not pleased. So apparently she took her own car to the Capitol. Uh, you know, be, I, there's a lot of speculation. And I, you know, I normally don't go into the gossipy bits, but I, oh my, things, things do not seem to be well, going well in the residency. Also, and this is particularly catty, I know, but what was wrong with Joe Kennedy? Oh, my gosh. In the Democratic response, that was the, the visuals there were Nixonian. He had like lip balm all over his face. I, I honestly, I couldn't really concentrate on what he was saying because of the glare from the face. Somebody should have really noticed that before the hot lights went on. That was unfortunate for Mr. Kennedy. But well, the thing I want to talk about today is local state news. Uh, finally, finally, my friends, and this is this is a glorious day. I uh, there's some good news from the legislature. OK, there are a couple bills that I can really get behind, which means they're probably destined for the trash heap. But I like them. first off. I, I want to mention this before I get into it. Uh, I really hate bill numbers. I hate when people start calling bills that uh, proposals that deal with a, a something, an issue whether it be, you know, taxes or whatever, and they start calling it, well, as you'll recall, HB 1212 is the one where we, and that is companion piece, the SB 282. I hate that. I hate that. You know, I covered, I was a legislative reporter for three years in Iowa, and I did everything in my power not to use them. But they would get into quotes and everything because that's just the way people are. They just, HB 19. It doesn't mean anything to real people. It's insider talk that insiders use to make themselves sound like insiders. So I'm not going to do it. If you need the numbers, they're just not that hard to find. And if you are somebody who needs bill numbers, HB this or SB that, whatever, I'm sure you already have them. So there you go. If you want to find a, a bill number, you just go to the Legislative Research Council site. And they've got everything listed there. You'll find it. It's not that hard. There aren't that many bills. Uh, you know, so welcome to the Patrick Lally Show, real, real world discussion of laws and lawmaking, which reminds me of something else that drives me nuts. 
that's the coverage of the legislature in general. So much of it. And and I I is was guilty of some of this when I was a legislative reporter because I was young and so much of it is just terrible, full of gobbledygook language that most people do not understand. Or they just quit reading or they're listening because they're like, oh, what is he talking about? What, what does she mean by the, I don't get it, including probably the person who wrote it doesn't get it. That's what happens often. We suffer in South Dakota from this curse of geography with state government, and I've said it many times. Because our state capital is so far removed from the population and the media centers, it leads to some cursory coverage and lack of general interest and People just don't know what they're doing. Like using bill numbers and techno speak, it just exas- exacerbates everything. Uh, it, it's it's print broadcast all of it. There are so few reporters actually understand the implications of policy, and and it's not that there aren't any. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. And sometimes you write so many stories that it gets you know kind of a, a blur. Uh, but you have to challenge assumptions as a as a reporter. You have to ask hard questions of your leaders. Um, too many of them are intimidated to ask hard questions and they, or they don't really understand the technicality of it or won't admit that they don't understand, which is what you have to do to ask the questions to be able to get to the, the truth of it. Not all of them, and it's not all of them. I'm not going to point fingers, but we do sort of suffer from a dearth of good reporters. Anyway, the two bills, <laughs> now I'm almost out of time. One, and this is good stuff, people, not wearing seatbelts, in the front seat under one proposal would be a primary offense. That means you can get pulled over for just not having the seatbelt on. Currently in South Dakota, you can only get that ticket for not wearing a seatbelt after you've been pulled over for something else, like speeding or something like that. The, this proposal, there's a proposal in the House that would make it a Class 2 misdemeanor, which allows for a decent fine, but it's not a moving violation like speeding or reckless driving or anything like that. This is a good thing because a high percentage of the people who die in car crashes in this state aren't wearing their seatbelt. You can't make people do it, but it, but you can raise the stakes for not wearing it. You can do a little bit of social engineering here. And if nothing else, it allows law enforcement just to pull people over for it. Even if they don't give them a ticket, just give them a warning. That's fine. It's too bad that we have to do this to save people's lives. But, you know, I, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it. The other one, the other bill that's out there is uh, texting while driving. This would make it a class two misdemeanor, which, you know, hallelujah. We're in the state of South Dakota. We're going to make texting while driving an actual punishable act because it's dangerous, people. We know distracted driving is a huge problem across this entire country. We know this from research, but we know it because we all do it. Put down the phone, people. Put down the phone. Let's let's join arms together in this one thing that we can all agree on. Put down the phone. So these two bills are have been introduced in the House of Representatives. They've got sponsors, both both chambers, House and Senate, both both here's another thing I really hate when you hear legislative coverage or, or you read it when they call chambers houses, because one's the House of Representatives and one's the the Senate. They are chambers of the Capitol. They're not both houses. I hate that. It's just a colloquialism. It's fine. It's not going away, but I hate it. However, in this case, there's two good bills out there. They're bipartisan support. There's the, It's good stuff. So it, when you go out and talk to your legislators, when they start coming back for their cracker barrels, their listening learns, their, their, their listening sessions, go tell them. Seatbelt law, primary, yes. Texting while driving, illegal, yes. We already have that in the city of Sioux Falls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to, hard to, 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 don't give me the hard to enforce thing. Make it illegal and make the fine something that hurts. Don't do it, people. That's the bottom line on today's PL statement. 
agree or disagree with me, you can reach me at patrick at kso.com via the emails. Follow us on Twitter at P. Lally Show. Get into the Facebook Live where you can also chat and uh, you can give your two cents on whether uh, possum meat is a good thing. Ugh. Coming up next on the Pete Patrick Lally Show, we're going to talk to Scott Hudson for Weird Friends. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. 335 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And the replacements, which means it must be time for Scott Hudson on Weird Friends. Scott, thanks for being here. Hello. Hello. Glad to be here. Hello, world. <laughs> uh, hey, I've been meaning to ask you this. Uh, and, and before the whole Grammy news, Grammys news dies down, did you, did you watch any of the Grammys? No, I, I, I made a... You know, it used to be that mm-hmm. the Grammys were the one day of the year that I participated in, in mainstream pop culture. Yeah. Um, but I used to anger my friends on <laughs> on Twitter so much that because I would live tweet my reactions. You can yeah. imagine what they were. And, yeah. and so I, I decided I, I'll just, I'll just, you know, I'll, I want to be happy. <laughs> So to make myself a happier person, I do not watch the Grammys. But I do, you know, I read the news yep. news reports, and I I I know what happened. Yeah, and it got, I, and I didn't watch it either because, frankly, and I think I don't know any of these guys. I would have liked to seen you two and some of the things, but I'm not going to sit through all of the stuff just to just to watch that. But apparently, yeah, and the, after, the, the afternoon winners, I'm more interested in. Uh, Jason Isbell won a couple. Uh, the National One One. That's a band that I've talked about on mm-hmm. here before. They're good. Um, uh, a couple other things that I was more into, but as far as the stuff that they air at night, I, I, I just as soon live my life without seeing Rihanna. <laughs> so this the, this Bruno Mars character now, he, I, I do know who he is, and yes, he, he's fairly unoffensive, right? I mean, it's just, right, right, right. Yeah, I and I. I actually tweeted a couple things about this. Um, I understand his appeal. I think he's he's a he's you know a, a very interesting performer. I, I I don't have anything against him, but this idea that I mean he won like five, and they were mm-hmm. all major categories. And I and I one of them was album of the year. And I'm sorry, he is a singles artist. Yeah. Yes, he puts out albums, but you're never going to hear anyone say, "Oh my God, the best album of the year is Bruno Mars." <laughs> no, I don't get. You that. know, you might say that the single, you know, is your favorite hit of the year. Mm-hmm. That's legit. Mm-hmm. I would never say it, but it's legit. <laughs> but you could, <laughs> yeah. Um, especially, you know, there was one um, in the album categories. Kendrick Lamar. I'm not a big hip hop guy, but I know yeah. who Kendrick Lamar is. And he is one of the few artists that has the critical and commercial raves. Yeah, that's true. That is who everyone said should have won. And, uh, but, you know, he didn't. Yeah. And there was another category where he was, Bruno was the only male against a bunch of really strong female artists. Yeah, Bruno was, won. <laughs> yeah, Bruno won. And, and a lot of people had a meltdown on Twitter yeah. about it. It also got very, I mean, I suppose you're, should expect this, but people were in over the fact that it was so political. 
people were making statements. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I go both ways on the whole, quote, celebrity and politics thing. Um, I have more of a problem with the with the paid spokespeople that go on the cable news channels and just parrot, you know, the talking, you know, mm-hmm. the, 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 you know, the marching orders, so to yep. speak. Talking points. Um, you know, if, if these people, I, I don't want to watch three hours of music, musicians talk politics, but they have as much right as you and I to talk about politics if they want to. Yeah. And if you don't like it, turn it off. Don't buy their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when I hear people complain, like, say, Springsteen, for example, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, um, Springsteen's been around for 40 years. I think everyone knows where he stands. Yeah. Or or Bono, <laughs> for God's sake. Yeah, sense. Bono, yeah. Uh, he apparently said something they had to bleep, which has been on um, all the major news networks. Yes, the, they, they, the F and yeah. whole word. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's... So you 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 run it on every major network news program, but not when Bono is protesting. You know, which I guess yeah. I understand, but yeah, yeah. Hey. I'm more offended by the by the bad music than I am by the politics. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and nobody seems to be complaining about that. Hey, uh, what's uh, you have hot, Hudson's hot pick of the week for us? What are you listening to? Yes, um, uh, the first major independent release of the year came out last week. And no, it's not Rich's album. That is the local major independent <laughs> right. release. Um, Tyson Gall is someone I've talked about quite a bit. He's uh, a workaholic that puts out a couple records a year and also is on a million other people's records. Mm-hmm. Well, he put out a double album last week Jeez. called uh, Freedom's Goblin. And it's pretty much the white album of indie rock. There you go. It, it jumps around from genre to genre, but it's still mis- no, not mistakenly him, and uh, it's really, really strong. Outstanding. We'll look for that. Scott Hudson, I appreciate you taking a few minutes with us today. It was fun. See you later. Bye. The, coming up next on the Patrick Lally Show, Jeff Turn from Minneapolis talking to our friend Dan Peters. We'll be right back. This is Information 1000 KSOO. This is a public. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. Hey, coming up on uh, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it's the Winterfest of Wheels at the Sioux Falls Convention Center, an indoor car show. you got your cars, you got motorcycles, trucks, all kinds of cool stuff. What a great thing to do on a lovely winter day. There's raffles, the Ditch Your Man Room. It's cool stuff. Proceeds benefit Cure Kids Cancer. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Tickets are 11 bucks, 12 and under free. Coming up next on the Patrick Lally Show, the disgruntled former city commissioner, Matt Staub. We'll see you in a minute. Information 1000 KSOO. Well, Jason. <laughs> the mic is hot, Matt. I know, it's Will Jason. I just saw him, you know, last week. Can't see the stars from neon lights. Jason Isbell introducing Matt Stobb. trains all run in reverse. Nobody here can dance like me. Everybody's clapping on the one and the three. This is a great song, by the way. One of my favorites. Am I 
last of my kind. We're, we're going to have the whole town of Sioux Falls loving Jason before it's all said. Yeah, so Matt Stobbs here on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO, disgruntled former city commissioner Matt Stobb, and huge Jason Eelsbo fan. Just came back from Cedar Rapids, right? Show number 10 last week. Oh. Joe Stevie and I had, had a, uh, an adult beverage before and after. So. Oh, outstanding. How was the show? You know, I, it was not one of his best. Really? Um, you could tell he wasn't, because I've been to 10 shows, and you can tell when yeah. they're on and when they're not. The average fan would have thought, this is a great show. But I could tell that he, would, he, wasn't, he wasn't as good as he could have been. You've seen him better. Yes. Yes. And was Miranda there, his wife, his lovely uh, wife? Amanda was not is there. Is it Amanda or Miranda? Amanda. I and that's one that. of the things. He plays better when she's there. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's no doubt. And he plays better outdoors. I've seen him outdoors twice. And he has rocked both times. Um, he was really good in Sioux Falls that one time. Um, when he's happy, you can tell mm-hmm. at the end of tours. And I think that's probably with every artist. Mm-hmm. They get towards the end of you know, a six-week tour. They're tired and they want to go home. It's yeah. just like any other job. It's yeah. a job to them. Now, that was before he won two Grammys this weekend. It was right? a week before, yep, yep. That's pretty. Now, I haven't looked to see. He must have won for what country album? Uh, Americana and then Best Americana Song. Oh, so. Okay, got it. Americana. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a, an actual category anymore. And the Grammys days. had their lowest rating ever this last time. Yeah, so. well, maybe they should start playing Americana in prime well, time. Or maybe these uh, celebrities should all shut their mouths and just do what they're being paid to do. Uh, no. Scott Hudson and I talked about that earlier. What did Scott program. say? Well, and I tend to agree with him. It's like, you know, you don't want to listen to three hours of it, but, you know, they're famous like anybody else. They get to have their opinion like anybody else, you know. And I don't get it, don't but, listen to them. Well, and I don't, but when, I know. They, you know, when they're basically calling their fans idiots, and not all of their fans, but... And, no, and it's the risk you take. And Isbels is, is, is as bad as any of them. I mean, he... He, he went and campaigned for... Uh, Moore, Roy Doug, Moore, or not Moore, the other guy Moore, that ran against Doug him. Doug Jones. Yeah, he did a concert for him. Yeah, so. he said he just couldn't take it. Yeah. Well, well, he's from Alabama, so that's know? a... I mean, at least he's from the state. Correct. Yeah, he's from Muscle, Muscle Shoals, of, yeah. of all things. Which uh, music people out there know what Muscle Shoals means. Muscle yeah, Shoals is the, you know, is the grand poobah of everything. And the Swampers. The Swampers? The, who were the Swampers? The I'm Swampers off. were, they were a backing band. Oh, yes, down in Muscle Shoals. Wow. Who backed Dan up Pierce all pulls the, it out of the hat there. was a lot of big country. Southern Rock came out of Muscle Shoals, right? Oh, yeah. Leonard Skinner, of course. Skinner! Well, and they came out of there, but also like the Stones and a lot of big names did their production down yeah. there. They, they cut their tracks down there. Well, there was Shoals. a very famous studio with a producer, yeah. and now I, his name escapes me, Dan. He'll know it. No, I don't know it right up, but I know who you're talking about. I think about. the guy just passed away. Yeah, that's correct. Sort of the founder of all that. But yeah, an epicenter of, of music. It was and also Shoals, Alabama. It was like Beardsford, South Dakota. It's like <laughs> it's you would never expect it, you know? It's not that bad. Oh, it's yeah, pretty it's, bad, but it's, it's not crazy. that bad. Uh, the uh, uh, Drive-By Truckers, who I know you are not really a fan they of. They were just here, yep. Jason Isbell was in their band. How long do you know? I don't. Not, not long, two or three that. years, and and you know when you get kicked out of a rock and roll band for drinking and being stoned yeah. too much, it's pretty bad. And that's exactly what happened to Isbel. And he he cleaned up after that. Yeah, thank God. Because uh, yeah, these yeah. guys were drinking whiskey on stage. I mean, it's oh, not... <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> that yeah. I, I went, and they were good. They were good. I'm just not as familiar with. How them. was the crowd? Oh, decent. 
Yeah. See, part good. of my problem is that I'm getting to be an old man. I can't stand that long. So. I know. Well, I, I'll admit this. I did leave early. I had been out. That was my third night in a row of either events or concerts. or Because the night before was Rich Show. Right. And, and I missed that. Awesome. I don't remember what we were doing, but I wanted to go see. How was the crowd there for that? Uh, not as many as for drive-by truckers, but good for, you know, there's 650 seat yeah. place. It was, you know, there are three, 400 people there, I Sweet. guess. I, I, I'm guessing. I was up front, you know. I hear Jenny Mack was even there. Really? I thought she said that. I she didn't was see there. her there. Uh, well, she yeah. goes to stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but she doesn't. She can't go to live music because of her. Yeah, she's, conditions. She's as she calls. She doesn't it, like so. the live music anymore. Yeah, it's, it's too, too loud. loud for her. Uh, but uh, also, uh, Simonet, Dave Simonet. Yeah, he's coming again. He, that that was the same night as Rich. That was Saturday. Oh, he was here already. Same night across the street, basically. Oh, at the Icon. Yeah. Yeah. Was these Dave people Simonet. got to schedule better? Darn it. Well, yeah, that was unfortunate. But these things happen. Um, <laughs> you're not. We always talk about music when you're here. Yes, and that's fun. That's fun. I enjoy. That's that. why I'm not. That's not why I'm here. But that's not why you're here. Um, I keep saying but, you, me, Hudson, and you know, gender scene. We got to have just my music. Two hours of talking music. But anyway, I'm okay with that. Let's talk politics. And we play music. That would be fun to play. There music we go. And talk about music. The entire I'm time. all for that. It's basically what we're doing now. So there you go. Uh did you watch State of the Union last night? I watched most of it and only for you. I haven't watched State of the Union probably in <laughs> since Bush was president because I could I couldn't stand Obama, so I wouldn't watch it. So Well, you still got it. You're a citizen. You gotta pay attention, right? Yeah, but the State of the Union and the problem with, with Trump's and every other one is it's really not a here's what I want to do. It's it's here's where we are. It's not really a proposal well, handing out it's it's a report card, is what it is. They often make proposals, and they the do. State of the Union, but he didn't. Not yeah, really. I don't think he did made one, did he? he? Well, the the immigration. Oh, but that's it, nothing new. So, well, the four platforms and all that, you knew it was coming, but it, yeah, there wasn't a lot there, and it's it's DOA anyway. Correct. The president really, the president gets more credit and more blame than he deserves, he or she, which so far has only been he, but. Well, yeah, this, he last night took credit for a lot of stuff. Well, but that's their job, <laughs> you know, like Obama did it. And they all do it. I mean, and it's and in 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 you and I, Facebook friend, and we've talked about this. But man, I put out. He looked presidential. He delivered that speech pretty darn well. He uh, whether you like out, him or not. Oh yeah. my gosh, my liberal friends didn't like that at all. I, I didn't say I liked him. I didn't say I, no. I I agreed with everything. I said he delivered. I, he he looked and acted presidential, which for Donald Trump is saying something because he rarely does. So I mean, he's not the most presidential president we've ever had. You can tell he doesn't like the uh, the 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 uh, teleprompter because he he stays on one screen too long. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. So he'll he'll stare at the screen for like much. Yeah. Unnaturally long. Yeah. And then he'll come back to the middle for a second and then he'll go over the other one and he'll stay here unnaturally long. Well, and my my other big criticism of Trump and he he needs to follow Patrick Lally and just shave it all off. <laughs> that comb over, it's just it, I just can't stand to look at him. It's well, like, oh, it's horrible. You know the other thing about it and this is it's it's uh kind of off-putting when you listen to him for longer. Apparently one of the side effects of Rogaine is, his orange skin? No, is this? <laughs> oh, and that uh, that drives me. He did that really bad in one of the debates. Yeah, almost. It's like, oh, I couldn't watch it anymore. The, and I thought it was just some sort of you know tick he had, but it's it's not. It's, it's a, a Rogaine side of well, it. Really, I don't know that I believe be. you. I'm going to Google that up while we're at the next at the next break here. Because then every once in a while, instead of trying to do it through his nose, like that's horrible, he does this through his mouth. 
I can't. It wasn't as bad as. Uh, did you happen to watch uh, Joe Kennedy the Third with the no? But I, saw, I heard about the drooling. Situation. Did he actually drool? I, I don't think it's drool. I think it was like lip balm. Well, they said chapstick on the on the Drudge Report. So it was. Oh it, wow! I couldn't honestly. I don't even remember what he said because all I saw was the shiny bits around his mouth. Don't they have people that say uh, you got to fix your hair? You got to do this. You got to do that before they go on. I don't yeah, get it. And the guy's got fabulous hair. I mean, that's he's got a nice head of hair, and then yeah. you don't even see it because all you see oh, you look. Has the spit drool outside of his mouth? Is he spitting? <laughs> oh, this is taking a turn. We're going to come right back and talk more about actual politics with Matt Staub, former disgruntled no disgruntled former city commissioner go. from Sioux Falls and current uh, estate man of the estate, lord of the estate. This is the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO four twenty one on the Patrick Lally Show. No, it's Isbol. Is it anxiety? It is anxiety. Jason Isbol, anxiety for our guest, Matt Staub. This one's great live. It's not one of my favorite songs, but he cranks on this one. Yeah, he does. And uh, I was going to load up some new Isbol songs for you, but I didn't get get a chance. I've been using the same rotation. You know, I like other stuff too, Patrick. I know you. You tell me that every time, and then I never remember what that is. Well, there was some Led Zeppelin coming on when I was coming in today. It's like you know he could play some Led Zeppelin. I'd not be for that. Here we go. And I'm not 100 percent sure, but you know where he's played the most in the last three years, four Here? years, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Well, Andy Howe. Yeah, thank God for Andy, who's the promoter on those shows. And drive-by truckers, he tells me that he wants to come back. Yeah, he must. Well, I know that. I think you and I talked about this last time that he and Amanda and 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 Mercy, their daughter, were down at the the fountain thing downtown, having a good time. So, oh, really? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Because it was in July, it was a nice warm day, and the kid had a good time, and they were having a good time. Oh, right on. Well, I hope he comes back. Yeah, he will. He um, well, he's getting so big now, though. I I worry that. Um, yeah, he played I'm the pavilion you. last time. Uh, I would bet that still he he didn't sell it out. No, he's and got room to sell it out still. And he, he had the number one country album the day yeah, the, it released the the day he was here, and it still didn't sell out, which was amazing to me. He's still he's still staying in the smaller theaters. I, he just doesn't have that edge, which is fine with me. I, yep. As long as he's making good money and he's comfortable, I just want him to stay in these one to two thousand seat theaters. So what what do you want? What else do you want me to play? What Whatever else do you, you listen want. to? It doesn't matter. Oh, jeez. Oh. I need guidance, man. Um, <laughs> we were talking about the State of the Union. Uh, before we go into some of those, uh, it, did you like anything he said? You said he looked presidential. That got you in trouble on Facebook. Did you did you like any of the things that he, he said? He didn't say anything. Poly- well, I, you know, it's... How about the immigration? Do you want to see a wall? Do you want to see... Yeah, I'm a wall guy. End of chain migration. I mean, I get rid of all of them, yes. Merit-based system yes. rather than a lobby. Yes, go back to what it was. And people don't realize that over the years in this country, we have not had open borders. We have not had open over immigration. We have closed it quite regularly Yeah. since the beginning. And, and the thing that... I mean, we can talk about immigration all day long. Um, is back in the 20s and 30s when we had a lot of immigration, it was like, okay, you're coming to America. There you go. Have at it. Yeah. There were no guarantees. There were no safety nets. It was these people wanted to come here, and they wanted to work, and they wanted to provide for their 
families and for themselves and to better themselves. Now it's like, are they coming because we're going to take care of them? And I get it that they're that, getting. That's not true. Oh, it's not do true. Is. People come here for opportunity, for jobs, I, I, for I'm a better life. Not but they to get also taken know that there's of. a safety net underneath of them. They don't. You know what? I would bet. I would. I'm going to make a broad generalization here. For a lot of people who immigrate to this country legally and illegally, they have no idea what social services oh, are available. Oh, I would disagree with you 100% uh, on that one. 100%. And don't get me wrong, Patrick. I do not blame those coming into the country. Mm-hmm. If I'm in one of the S-holes, as Trump so rightly called, and I'll say it, yes, they are S-holes. No. Yes, they are. It's not, Why are you it's leaving not if it's the, not? Well, go ahead. Keep right. going. I don't blame them for coming. If I'm in some crappy country where I'm making $300 a year, if I'm lucky and my kids are starving to death, you damn right I'm trying to get in the United States. I don't blame them at all. I blame our politicians. So it would be who I'm us. not anti-immigrant at all. It would all. behoove us as the United States to make sure that when countries are relatively stable around the world, that they don't start falling apart one after another because that's what causes... Massive and how do we do that? That's the magic question. You have to be engaged. We tried to do it in Iran, in Iraq. Yeah. Well, we tried to we do invaded it. them. I get That's not, that. A and it did. Well, look at there. where it got us. You know, look at where it got us. Yeah, look at where it got us. Nation building. What? Right. But if we don't, if we don't have some controls on immigration, then we're we then we have no borders. I'm not saying there shouldn't be controls. You have to have controls. I understand. All that. right. You have to. We need but to tighten it up. We're demonizing people from the, who just want to come here for a better life. Who we need, and we as a society, we do. I personally don't. Again, like I said, if I was one of these people, you damn right, I'm coming to the United States. That's what s holes does. Yes, demonizes people. Yeah, but how do you stabilize a country like Venezuela, which is going through its own struggles? Well, you, you talk to the socialistic di- dictator, and the word remember, socialistic dictator. Um, is the one that screwed that whole place up. Well, I mean, he, there's a country just sitting on wealth, sitting on wealth. Well, oil prices hurt them pretty bad. Well, you can still pump a lot of oil and get. You know. It's easier to be socialist when you got high oil prices. Well, yeah. Oil. So. We got to take a short break here. We're going to come back with uh, disgruntled former city commissioner Matt Staub on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Three forty-three. 435 on the Patrick Valley Show. Information 1000. I used to think that this was my time. Right man's world. What a stupid thing to think. No. no. Off a also, I had your mic turned off right away. I, I finally learned my lesson. <laughs> I used to want to be a real man. We're here with Matt Staub, disgruntled former city commissioner. Jason Isbell fan. Hope the high road. Yeah. See, this is not one of my favorites, so. I'm going to. I like this line though. He he's oh. got an act for that. Yeah, he does. He's, he's got some good one. And I think he's sort of at his peak. You know, we'll see. He's not a guy. You just don't know. People he's going peak. into the studio now, I guess, to cut another album. We'll see what happens. Oh, that'd be great. Um, we were talking about. What was, let's see. We talked about in, uh, immigration. We talked about State of the Union. Hey, let's talk about local stuff. But first of go. all, first of all, uh, how's how's the bait business and the high end dog food business? Um, you know the internet's killing everything, but you know we're getting there. Yeah, is the, how's the fishing? The fishing has just been okay this year. It's not been phenomenal. 
I don't know what's going on with that because the weather conditions have been all right. So. The ice is good. Yep. We don't have too much snow on the ice, and I don't know. It's just one of those deals. Where do most of your customers fish? A lot of them go to Ponset, um, Oakwood, Whitewood, uh, Wabe, Bitter, the local lakes. Family, they go. family Park. Family Park gets way more action than you would think. I've driven uh, by there. I've been out there in the winter and seen, you know, a lot of people. <laughs> it's 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 not my favorite. I've only ever, I've never fished there. It's, it's a just, pond. It's like it's too. It's in town. I mean, you go fishing to get out into the country. So, so know. where do you go? I go to Lake Pahoya in Iowa. Ah, Pahoya. I yep. love Pahoya. It's I've a been great to little Pahoya. pan fishing. Yeah. They have a, a triathlon over at Pahoya. Well, they've got that nice beach. Mm-hmm. The Absolutely. water's clean. Yep. They've got great camping spots. It's it's got everything you need, and it's, it's Iowa. fifteen minutes out of town. It's Iowa, so, so it's nice. There we um, go. Let's talk about local politics a little bit. Uh, have you been watching much of the mayor's race? I have. What do you think so far? Last you haven't been on for uh, it's well over a month. My my my, the one thing that sticks out on my mind is how much money Entman's spell, spending on stuff he doesn't need to spend it on. And maybe it was your post that I saw that, you know, he's got the pickup with his mm-hmm. logo on, it and he's got that office there at thirty. Third Minnesota, mm-hmm. whatever it is, it's across the street from Paul Tenhakens. <laughs> I mean, how much money are you going to spend on crap that doesn't get you elected? I don't understand. You should be doing it in your basement office, saving. You know, the well, maybe he maybe isn't paying rent over there. I don't know. I mean, you know, Jim, he's if you got it, spend it. I guess, and he can raise a lot of money. He's, yeah, but I think he's uh, the other thing he's spent a lot of money on already is media. I think he pre-bought a lot of media. Just as I recall his expenditures, it wasn't detailed, but there's a lot. That's what I'm thinking. But he has raised a lot of money, $100,000 in the first report. Yeah, so I mean, did Tenhaken. He's raised the cash, there's no doubt. Tenhaken raised like 97. He can raise money. That's it, though. After that, it yeah, goes down I was surprised fast. at how fast it dropped off after that. That's, that does not bode well for uh, Miss Letcher and for Greg Jamison, I don't no, think. No. They were not good signs. I will say this. Uh, I always have to say full disclosure. I went to high school with Greg. I've known him a long time. Um, I, I'm not seeing his presence much. He's out there a little bit. I mean, he's doing the stuff he needs to do, and he could probably raise more money. I don't doubt that. Uh, Jolene is making the most of every dollar she's got by being exceptionally aggressive in the digital space. Yeah, I don't know how much that's going to translate to votes yet. Yes, I'll agree there. Then going back to Jameson. I don't think he needs to raise as much because he's got a much different message than the other two. That's true. I think he can do he can do as much with half as much money as the as Ten Hankin and and uh, Enemin do. How much? Oh, I've talked about this on the program, and uh, uh, Brian Allen from KSFY was on, and we were talking about this. How much do you think that the being old school Sioux Falls and having the deep roots of an Enemin or Jameson? still matters in a mayor's race? It matters less and less every day. Um, that's, a, that's a great question. You tell me the answer to that one. Well, you look at Kermit Staggers against Mike Huther, because I think Staggers was more established within the Sioux Falls community than Huther. Yeah, but Kermit, yeah, but Kermit was a unique individual. And he was capped. I mean, he, his, he was very good up to about, you knew he was going to get 30-some percent. Correct. And maybe never get 40-some percent. Correct. But he'll never go below 30%. Yeah. 
I just don't know. I mean, Huther might be an outlier in this thing because before that you had Gary Hansen, Dave Munson. Who was the last mayor under the old system? You Jack were there. White. Jack White, same thing. Uh, Cooper, uh, all these guys were old. And you know, under, I mean, yep. going back to the 80s yep. until you get to Tenobi. Everybody else has been old school Sioux Falls. And until, and I just think that Huther was an outlier because he, people thought he was a progressive because he was a Democrat. And so he got a lot of votes that way. There was just a, a um, there was a glut of people in the first round yep. who were middle, he, who were upper, upper middle class white Republican businessmen. And he benefited from that in the first round. Also, you always have to remember he had, uh, uh, the the Hildebrand organization behind he him. had the best campaign no yep. par, hands down the yep. best campaign in that race and then once you get into once Kermit's in the runoff boom you're done yes so I sort of call that an outlier and I think that when I look at Eneman he has I keep going back and forth on this all right I I I, I don't, I'm not trying to predict who's going to win. But Enneman's been involved in a lot of things for a very long time, not just selling motorcycles. He's a likable guy. Yep. And you and I have talked about this before. His big thing is not to get tied up in the Huther web. Right. Which That's his biggest problem by yep. far. But Huther also still has that 40%, I think. If he ran for him, if Huther ran for mayor right now, he he's got forty percent locked in. Do you not think so? Uh, I don't. Or am think I a little high on that? I think the last couple months have been tough. Yeah, he is not. He has not done well. He was so smart for seven years. Yeah. And this last year, it's like, Mike, what are you doing? You're just causing. Are no you problems. purposely trying to make everybody mad, or is it just a sideline of what's going on? I don't know. It's a really good question. He's just. It's, he's had a horrible last six eight months. Horrible. Uh, we're gonna come right back because I want to talk about Huther's legacy. That you'll be good on this. This is gonna be fun. I got a whole list of stuff we may never get to. All right. This is the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand K S O O. Vampires. This just won the Grammy. Matt Probably Staub. the best song he's ever done. Disgruntled former city comp commissioner Matt Staub is in our studio commenting on the Jason Isbell Matt Vampires. I put this one here on purpose because I agree with you. It's this song will make you weep. It'll make you cry. When he does it live with Amanda there. That was amazing. Yeah, I, I, just, I get chills when I think about it. I just it. did too. I just got <laughs> on my neck. I, it's weird. Maybe it's because we're men of a certain age. Two, I was just going to say, two grown men you know, you know, talking we, about crying to a song. <laughs> wow. Anyway, When We Are Vampires, if you don't know it, look it up. It's got... Oh, it's just, just a gorgeous song. It's not the way you talk me off the roof. Your questions like directions. When Mrs. Staub and I went to Cedar Rapids last week or two weeks, whenever it was last week. This can't go. go on forever. Likely one of us will have to spend some days alone. Maybe we'll get 40 years together, but one day I'll be gone. For the folks in Radio Land, he's oh. lamenting living without his spouse. Yeah, you know that when amazing. when one of them dies first, and and Mrs. Stab and I have been together for thirty almost thirty four years. We've been married almost twenty nine years, and uh, so you know the 
the I don't want to say the romance is gone, but you know, we've been married a long time. <laughs> yeah. And this song came out and he closed with it and she was sitting and I was standing. We were in row four, it was sweet seats. And I just, you know, it's pretty rare I grabbed my wife's hand to hold it. And I grabbed her hand and I p- pulled her up and I put her put my arm around her and I told her, I said, you know, you know what this song is about? And she said, no. And I said, well, just, you know, very briefly, it's him lamenting having to live without her mm-hmm. when one of them dies. And mm-hmm. I said, and I feel that way about you. And it's like, oh, she's, you know, now I don't need to buy flowers for the Valentine's or nothing because I got that taken care of that route, so... Thanks, yeah, Joe. what a beautiful song. It is, and I recommend it to anybody who cares about anybody else in the world. Um, let's talk about uh, Mike Uther. <laughs> nice transition. It is, from you know the beautiful, most beautiful song ever written to that horse's rear end. But anyway, oh, did I say that out loud? Oh, my gosh. That's why, you in, that's why you pay me the big bucks to come Disgruntled. Yeah, yeah, disgruntled former city commissioner. Um, so... What do you think his legacy is going to be? Before we went to the break, you said he had like was doing seven good years, and in the last six eight months, is kind of yeah, the wheels fell off. There's no doubt, um, and I think that is a legacy. Is that similar to with uh, the second Bush? Really, really good first term, really, really horrible the second term. With Heather, got six and a half, seven good years, and then it crapped out on him. Why do you uh, think an opportunity he... lost? Arrogance. Arrogance, don't you? Yes. That's what do you think were, when you say he had seven good years, what were the good parts? What's the good part of his legacy? I don't mean to just. And I don't agree with these. Don't get me wrong. The, the building, getting that event center built, yeah. which to me, wrong building, wrong place, wrong everything. But he got it done. You got to give him credit. Yep. Um, um, this city has grown. It has progressed. He 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 was a lot like Janklo, and, and and I respect him in this regard. Is I'm the mayor. I've gotten elected twice. This is what we're going to do. He provided leadership that this town at times has lacked. In in, in like with with Aquaman, Gary Hansen, we're going to build. I mean, without Aqua, without him, Lewis and Clark doesn't happen. Uh, I was I was trying to figure out the Aquaman reference, but you're right. He he. Led that charge for a long until the day time. Gary when, there, when Gary Hansen dies, his obituary will basically say brought Lewis and Clark to Sioux Falls to to Southwest Minnesota to Northwest Iowa. Right, right. Uh, there, without Sioux Falls, there's no Lewis and Clark. Correct. And without Gary Hansen, it doesn't happen. I wouldn't have pushed it. You know, had I been the mayor, it's like whatever. And that was we were running out of water. People forget now how bad, how how grave it could get in the old days because our water came from the river basically yes and there we had we had underground wells as well and we still do but our water came from the big sioux river yes and sometimes and it has happened the big sioux stops running you, well you and i grew up in the 70s and 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 when when we were kids i don't did you jump out the falls like we did yes yes we, you know what we did then we did it now we'd We'd be the lead story on every newspaper and every TV, the cops and the fire department. You know, we're jumping out the falls all yeah. the time. You do that now, and oh my gosh, 911's getting called 500 times. Um, it explains that that big uh, goiter you have on your neck. No, that's kidding. I'm but kidding. Um, there were times it was literally like a garden hose going over that falls. It was just yep. a trickle because there yep. was no water in the river. And it was become a serious, serious issue for the city and growth. Bringing Lewis and Clark made a big difference. That's his legacy. Munson, 
I don't know what his legacy is. Um, Phillips to the Falls, probably. Yeah, Whoopi Skippy. And he know. got in trouble for that by shifting cash around. Yeah. At, with in in uh, the Paisley Park project and what? some of those things. That's not a that's not a bad one. It's not. I mean, Munson was a caretaker mayor. He, he, there was never. And I like Dave. And Dave and I used to go to lunch all the time. And and pretty much agree on most things. Well, political. and he couldn't get the event center built because he wanted to get a bed and booze tax through the legislature, and they told him to take a hike. Yeah. Well, and see, in, 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 because I know the machinations of the behind scenes of how city finances work better than most, that building that event center has tied the city's hands long yep. term. I it mean, has. you're going to see. Just, we just borrowed the money. Correct. You're going to see the roads get slowly but surely worse. Our infrastructure is going to not be like it was. Because uh, what are they pulling out to pay that note off? Eight, nine, ten million dollars a year? They can do it. Oh, it can remember. be done. It can be done, and no doubt. And but it's it'll show. They it'll could show. They could pay a little bit more, but there it makes it tough to do some other things. Our bond rating hasn't suffered. I mean, we're not on imminent collapse here. No, we're but. not. But you will, you will notice that they're not jumping on top of some of these projects like should have should be being done. So, when Huther leaves office, what's the legacy? Do the last six eight months soil what he did do? It definitely soils. Um, but still, every time you walk into that building, you know Huther did it. Mm-hmm. So it's true. That is a lasting legacy. Yeah. When you build stuff, and he built, he built a lot of stuff. He built the uh, event center. He built the aquatic center. He built a new administration building. That's a lot of stuff. It Although, does Munson get a little bit of credit for the downtown rail yard development? Because I think that kind of started yeah. with his administration. That was. That was. Yeah. You're right. He does get some some juice from that too. So I think part of the problem with the downtown rail development though is it's happening incrementally so slow. Right. It's hard to say anybody. It's like did. well, boom, this is when it happened. Yeah, it know. was it was a long time. I ago. mean, you, you go back to pat myself on the back. The real impetus of building the convention center and the Washington Pavilion started mm-hmm. when I was at City Hall. It did. And none of us get the credit for it. No. Well. But that's just fine. I don't have a problem with that at all. But every time I walk into the pavilion, which I love that facility, Mm -hmm. and it's like everybody's name on that plaque really didn't have anything to do with it. But that's That's just But my name's on the plaque and a couple of the places at the zoo. I didn't have anything to do with that. I just was in the office at the time. So. We're going to have to let you go. Disgruntled former city commissioner, Matt Staub, we got to have you back more often. It's too much fun. I just enjoy it too much, so I'm going to do it because it's my show. So thanks for being here. You bet. Thanks for having me, Patrick. And it's always nice to see Dan Peters. He's the highlight of my day when I come out here. Oh, man. There you go, Dan. Yahoo. (laughs) This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. Four fifty-seven on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO, and it's Radio Clash, which means it's the end of the day. Hey, everybody! Don't forget, a week from Saturday. Parrot Heads of the Prairie, Make a Difference, 2018, 630 to midnight at the downtown Hilton Garden Inn. A beach party featuring music from tropical rock band Rick Lamb and the Finn Addicts. A benefit for Horsepower, the Compass Center, and Sue Wheelers. There will be a silent auction, items and raffle items. Tickets are 30 bucks. Go to ParrotHeadsOfThePrairie.com. They're good people.
Coming up on the show tomorrow, we're going to talk about higher education collective bargaining. And before you say that doesn't sound interesting, it is. Alan W. Aldrich, he's going to be here. It's going to be good. Join me tomorrow on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO.